Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, it's Ben Davis. Thanks for catching up on Mornings here on SENQ. But you know what? You can also catch up some great content with other SEN shows, such as Brekkie with Patty and Heels, The Captain's Run with Cameron Smith and Denon Kemp, all on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But until then, sit back and enjoy and make sure you tell your mates. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ. Yeah, Bernard and the boys have got it right. These days did not turn out how it had planned. It should have been title town, right? We're all gearing up for the trophies coming back to Queensland and we've come away empty-handed. But this morning we are dealing with the breaking news. The Australian team, the Kangaroos, have been named for the Pacific Championship in the last 20 minutes. We've got eight players from Sunday's grand final, five debutants, but there's been some big omissions and also some big ins as well. If you're just joining us for the first time, four Broncos to make their debut. Selwyn Cobbo, Payne Haas, Thomas Flegler and Katoni Staggs. The other debutant is the Hammer from the Dolphins. Um, I'm looking here at a notable absentee from that World Cup winning squad, Murray Tawalangi. Not in this 21-man squad. Look, I want to bring in Brent Tate right now to talk all things kangaroos and grand finals as well. A man who's experienced uh, both those jerseys, both those positions, and he's been so good with us uh, throughout the season. Tatey, uh, very good morning to you. I'm glad we are talking some kangaroos because it can kind of take our mind off the grand final, but here we are. What do you make of this kangaroos squad? Yeah, uh, well, look, Benny, I think it's, you know, it's a strong squad. Obviously, there are a couple of guys there, um, you know, you could probably argue about. Um, and that guy there, Murray Tulangi, Tulangi I thought was probably uh, a little unlucky not to be in that side. But look, all in all, you know, I think there's a case for everyone in there that have, you know, had good seasons, played well, and, um, you know, that they're a good side, aren't they? So, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, not too many complaints, really. Um. Valentine Holmes is contentious. Uh, there are many saying that what is he doing in an Australian team after his uh, misdemeanor, if you want to call it that, his brain explosion, his mistake? Yeah, I, I guess there's a couple in that boat, isn't he? And he's certainly one where you could probably argue. Um, yeah, d- had obviously done something really stupid. Um, you know, there's no other way of putting it. Um, but, he, you know, I'm... He's paid a bit of a heavy price, you know, I'm sure, uh, you know, I know the NRL come out and find him and I'm sure, um, you know, the Cowboys will will have a look at that as well and probably further find him and put him on notice for sure because, you know, it's obviously not great, but he's in the team, mate. Um, Yeah, as I said, there's a couple there you could probably have an argument about, um, but look, all in all, you know, they all sort of pick themselves these days. Um, 
And Sadie, can I ask, as a, as a former kangaroo, and, and, and we know the jersey means so much, if someone, let, let's take Val out of it, but if someone brings the game into disrepute, does, does that does it tarnish the jersey? Again, from someone who's worn it and been there, does it is it something that should be sacrosanct and, 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 and not have this conversation around it? Yep, I actually think it should be, mate, to be honest, because it's the highest of highest honour. And when you pull on that jersey, you're the best of the best. And when you're the best of the best, it's not just what you do on the field, mate. It's what you bring off the field. Um, and I know, um, you know, previous years around our origin selections when Mal was coach, he was very big on that. I, I, I'm sure he's got his reasons for picking him here. I'm, I have no doubt. But I do think um, when you put on that jersey, um, it is, like you said, it, it is the highest of higher honour. And it's the whole package. So, um, you know, if they didn't pick Val Holmes, there's a lot of other guys that are sticking their hand up to play in that position that they could have picked. But, um, you know, they've gone that way. Um, as I said, he's paid a heavy price for it. So, um, you know, you could, there is definitely an argument there that, um, you know, he probably should have missed out. Uh, but, you know, he's in there. So that's, that's the way it is. Selectors Cameron Smith, Boyd Cordner, Mal Meninga, and then Peter Volandis, the chairman, has a uh, a casting vote as well. They could not find room for the Dallium medalist in Kalen Ponga. They could not find room for the X Factor, the Justin Bieber, as Volandis likes to call him, uh, Reese Walsh, and no Dylan Edwards as well. I know they all play fullback, but, geez, KP can play a number of positions. Um, are you surprised we don't see the best player in the game in that squad? Yeah, I am surprised he's not there. But again, I guess it's about the balance of the squad and, you know, it's not a huge squad. So, um, you know, I guess they're trying to have to have to weigh up, you know, obviously picking guys in positions that can play multiple multiple um, spots. So, um, look, he's definitely one that you sit there and you, you sort of scratch your head a little bit. But as I said, you know, they're, they're, they've got to pick a squad and balance it all out. Um, and it's not a big squad like they have in previous years. So, um you know, Dylan Edwards, obviously, is a wonderful player too, could play anywhere. Um, you know, look, there's an argument for all those guys, but unfortunately, you can't fit them all in. Um, but, you know, look, you know, looking through the squad, you know, Hamasa has been excellent. You know, he is excellent at origin level. Um, he's been great for the Dolphins all year and played yeah. played everywhere. So, um, you know, he gets a nod. So, yeah, as I said before, mate, you know, a lot of these guys pick themselves and unfortunately, this, you know, guys are going to miss out. 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. It is breaking news. We're just digesting it. The Australian squad, you happy with it? Who's in? Who's out? Who should have made it? Who maybe had a question mark over them? Uh, welcome your calls. We've got uh, we've got double prizes today. How good is this? We've got the $100 voucher thanks to Archie's. They are the best comfort for your feet. Australian made and Australian footwear. And we've also got a $50 voucher to the Waterloo uh, Waterloo Bay Hotel out at uh, out at Wynnum as well. Tady, I'm just looking at the time. I'm going to get a quick news hit from Vanessa. Can we come back and talk some NRL Grand Final? Done. Perfect. All right, Vanessa, over to you. Uh, Pat, thank you for your text. Val Holmes, yes, he did something very stupid. Okay, but then Andrew Johns, we know what he did off the field, yet he was made an immortal. Rewarded with the most worthy honour of the game. Pat, thank you. Jared's chimed in with grand finalists. Good morning. Not a fan of the Broncos or Panthers, but that grand final was one of the best I've seen since my Sharks were in the GF. 
I think huge credit has to go to Adam G on an excellent refereeing job. He let the game flow. 13 13 55 0467 736 736. We've got some clubhouse leaders for that $50 Waterloo Bay Hotel voucher. Um, Tady, your thoughts on the grand final? Adam, Adam G, he was he was good because we didn't really see him much. Yeah, mate, I thought he was brilliant. Um, you're right. No one's spoken about him. No one's talked about any contentious decisions. He just let the game flow. And, mate, it was one of the greatest grand finals I've seen in a long, long time. Um, you know, I thought it was going to be like that because of two really good sides, um, obviously one and two throughout the year. And, you know, I knew either one wouldn't give an inch. So, mate, it was one of the greatest grand finals I've seen for a long, long time. But I must admit, um, I'm still sitting here this morning scratching my head trying to piece together how Brisbane let that one slip, mate, because uh, they had it, you know, in the bag, I thought, once um, Ezra Mam scored that third try, they were yeah. running downhill, and I thought, uh, you know, they're just going to manage it from here. But, mate, I am. Uh, I must admit, I'm, I'm still in a state of disbelief this morning. Tady, I had to go back and watch that last 20 minutes again this morning to, to do that, to, to figure out what happened because in that moment up by 16, 23 minutes to go, that's where game management comes into it. And the bloke that needed to do that for Brisbane was Adam Reynolds. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Benny, um, you know, probably not his happiest game. Um, certainly you don't heap a loss like that on, on one person, but you know, I, I think as a club, when you pay for someone like Adam Reynolds, you pay for him to ice those moments. And I, I think there's a couple of things in that last 20 minutes um, that he did. If he had those moments back, I'm, I'm sure he would do some things differently. Um, you know, again, that's why the club pays these guys that sort of money to, to come here and ice those moments. But, you know, when I, when they brought those two big front rowers back on for the Penrith, the two starting front rowers, um, I thought, um, they really turned the game, and a lot, you know, a lot of stuff, or a lot of credits going to Nathan Cleary. But mate, the, the two front rowers from Penrith, they are something else. And um, you know, a couple of big moments from those guys really got them on the front foot, and you know, allowed Nathan to do what he does. Uh, Brisbane had to do a lot of tackling in that first half. Um, used a lot of gas. Do you think that may have come back and hurt them in the back end? Yeah, I, I think so. I think there's a few tired moments from individual players where they just clocked off or, you know, just, you know, didn't, weren't in the right position at the right time. And that just comes back to fatigue. Um, you know, I guess it's been a long year for a lot of those guys. And, you know, a lot of them had played rep footy this year for the first time, guys like Reese Walsh, and then having to go deep into a semi-final series. But, you know, it'll definitely be one where they'll look back, mate. Um, they, they certainly let that one go. Um, they, they had it with, you know, with 17 minutes to go and you're that, that far ahead. You just got to, you got to keep playing footy, but you, you got to manage the game um, and you just got to make your tackles. And, and they didn't do that. And um, they clocked off. For, it, it just takes a, a couple of moments in a game where you just clock off. And, and the great players like Cleary, um, they make you pay. And, and Brisbane have paid the ultimate price. Brent, in the next ten minutes, I've got a psychologist coming on the show to to help to help fans deal with what they're dealing with right now, uh, but also to get a sports point of view about how much losing a grand final, how you can harness that hurt, and and I think what we've seen with the Broncos and Lions, they both lost grand finals, but both but both very differently. The Lions were in it right up to their neck within ninety seconds to go. The Broncos let a big lead slip. Is that going to impact them more than, say, a close loss like the Lions had? 
Or I don't know how you'd get over that as a Brisbane player, to be honest, Benny. Um, to know that you, yeah, it, it would take a lot of getting over. There's going to be a lot of scars um, left over as a player. Um, you know, there's certainly some games in my career when you look back and you just bury them deep and don't bring them up and don't ever relive them because they're just they're too painful. And you know, I think this grand final for a lot of those guys will take a long time to get over. They really will. I mean, everyone deals with it differently. Uh, and I do know a lot of those young guys are a lot different these days. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, they all care about the result. You all want to win a grand final. They're so hard to get to, mate. And, and they did have it. Like, there's no two ways about it. And they let it slip. So I'm, I'm not sure how they process that and get over it. I think you just bury it deep, deep inside. We'll see if that's the healthy way to go about it in about uh, 10 minutes' time. <laughs> hey, Tony, one, one final one, which, again, it's always topic of discussion regardless of who's playing in grand finals. But the Clive Churchill medal and in AFL, the same thing can be said about the Norm Smith. Um, it's for the best player on ground or the best player that had the most influence on the result because they can be two very different things, can't they? Yeah, they, they can be. Um, I think if you look at Nathan's first 60 minutes, um, you know, he was well below his best, I thought. Mm. Um, you know, he missed a couple of tackles that led to tries. Um, you know, a couple of... He, he just wasn't... He really just wasn't in the game, I thought. You know, he was, he was solid without being great. But um, it was very un-Nathan Cleary-like. But, I, I mean, that last 20 minutes when... When they needed to step up and get things delivered, I mean, some of the things that he did were, were incredible. Um, so you, you're right, mate. It, I guess it depends how you look at it, but it is really hard to argue. I've never seen a 20 minutes like that from a player when in, in a clutch moment like that. Yeah. So whilst I don't think he was the best player on the ground, there's no one had a big influence on the game. If he doesn't play, they don't win Penrith. Correct. And if he doesn't play, it goes to Ezra Mam. He scores three tries in 11 minutes. So it's there's the impact on the game right there. Actually, it's a good discussion point, isn't it? 13-13-55, the, the Norm Smith medal or the Clive Churchill, should it go to the best on ground or the player that has the biggest bearing on the result? Let's go down that rabbit hole this morning. Tatey, thank you for going down rabbit holes with us. We've still got, you know what? We've still got footy at least to look forward to. We've got the Kangaroos <laughs> and Jillaroos in the Pacific Championship coming up too, mate. So plenty to talk about over the next couple of weeks as well. Thanks, Benny. I'm going to go and uh, try and still piece it all together, mate. I might have to keep listening to the sports psych. Yeah, exactly right. Stay tuned in for that. Uh, Brent Tate uh, from... Uh, well, from Fox Sports, uh, from Broncos, from Cowboys, from Warriors, from Maroons, from Kangaroos. You know what? He's been there and done it all. That's why we always love talking to him, and he's got a great insight into the game. Giving us some insight into how we deal with this. We'll do that very shortly. Stick around how you can process it, but also how the stars will process it. We'll get to your calls as well. We've got calls standing by. Outstanding stuff. 19 minutes away from 10.